I once made a movie. It was intended to cause people to scream and yell, but I was horrified to find that some people took it seriously. It was actually the first time in the history of movies where it wasn't safe to be in the movie theater. When a moment of violence is so suggestive, so unlike anything we've seen, murder was now going to be an acceptable part of entertainment. Psycho you felt could happen to you. This was the first movie that showed you can be naked, alone in a shower, and someone who is going to come in and just stab you. It had to be done impressionistically. The head, the feet, the hand. He has broken the covenant of filmmaker and audience, and the audience cannot wait to see more. Hello and welcome to this Friday the 13th episode of uh, Sean Kelly Interviews. Uh, today we have my interview with Alexandre Philippe about his documentary 7852, which is all about the uh, shower scene in Psycho. I did this interview at this year's Hot Docs and um, it was uh, actually an exclusive for um, patrons to my Patreon account since Hot Docs, but now it's going to be released to the public, and uh, keep an eye out on Patreon for uh, future exclusives. Uh, it will also support my writing and podcasting and stuff like that. So uh, I think we'll just go straight into the interview, and I uh, will see you afterwards. What has inspired you to make a film about the cycle shower scene? Well, you know, I mean, it's, uh, I think it's a combination of a lifelong passion for me, you know, with, with Hitchcock and his work and, and um, you know, kind of a scene that is, um, there's just no end to it, you know, you can, you can spend three years of your life studying it and looking at it and, uh, and it just keeps, you know, it keeps showing you new things and that's what's really exciting to me is when you can look at a piece of work like this and uh, I just love this idea of something that you can't quite ever solve you know, because the moment you solve it then it loses kind of some of it you know it's mystery I don't think that's ever going to be the case with a shower scene okay. so um, how long did it take the film to make? the film uh, took about three years <laughs> to make yeah so it's a pretty long process mm-hmm. <laughs> so like what was the development process like you know it was it was slow and uh, you know the, it, it was we we we, we got the budget sort of piecemeal, you know, because it was very difficult to convince people that, you know, we could actually make a, sh- a feature about a scene. So, um, so we had to do, uh, you know, a, a little bit at a time, you know, a few interviews here, a few interviews there, um, you know, some, you know, filming. Obviously, we had a lot of big set pieces like the melons, like, you know, the opening at the Universal lots and, you know, all of that stuff. Um, that that took a lot of doing and a lot of preparation, but um, uh, yeah, so it was a it was a long process. Yeah. Well, I think I first heard of the film when I like I heard through a friend about an early cut that played the Fantasia. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Well, it, it wasn't a full cut. It was more like a, kind of like a 30-minute... Proof, proof of concept. Uh, proof of concept, exactly. Like, you know, it was like a 30-minute or 25-minute, you know, like deconstruction sequence, you know, to show people that there was enough uh, sort of meat on the bones, you know, as, as it were. And, uh, yeah, yeah, the folks at uh, Frontier were very, very supportive, um, uh, actually, since the very beginning of this project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what was the um, process of deciding who you would interview for the film? Well, you know, it was uh, it was a mix. You know, for me, I obviously wanted to have both sort of, uh, you know, the very established filmmakers and um, the younger generation of filmmakers, you know, to, to make sure that we could have that conversation, you know, between generations. I think that was very mm -hmm. important for me to show. Uh, having a number of women, obviously, in the film is, yeah. is crucial. I think anytime you make a movie about Hitchcock, especially about the shower scene, I think that's very important. Um, editors, uh, that was always going to be very key, you know, considering <laughs> yeah. the importance of editing in that scene. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, Walter Murch was the holy grail, you know, yeah. for me to, to get. So I'm, I'm very, very glad, and I feel very fortunate that we got, you know, to talk to him. So, so and then, of course, you know, beyond that, uh, you know, people who were involved in, in the film I mean it's basically Marty Renfro is the only one at this point who's <laughs> yeah. left alive and also you know Hitchcock experts and scholars you know like Stephen Rebello David Thompson Bill Crone you know people <laughs> like that always um, kind of like related to like Guillermo del Toro's analysis because yeah, yeah. I, I know that he's a big Hitchcock expert because yeah, he, he yeah, does yeah. like lectures here in Toronto sometimes yes yeah, yeah right and then you know he was another he was another great catch you know yeah. that's for sure yeah yeah was there anybody you wished to get but you couldn't? Yeah, many. I mean, you know, I uh, you know went after Brian De Palma, went after uh, William Friedkin, uh, Martin Scorsese, David Lynch, you know, uh, Quentin Tarantino. You know, most of them were just it was just a, a scheduling mm -hmm. issue. It just um, it just didn't happen. Some of them uh, just didn't want to be in it. You mm -hmm. know, so that's the way it goes. So, um, how do you feel um, seventy eight fifty two differs from your other documentaries? I think it's very different. It's a much more personal film. It's about a real sort of deep, deep passion uh, that I have. I mean, I'm not saying that the other films are not passionate films. I mean, they really are. Well, I've seen but the Hitchcock whole is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you know, Hitchcock is 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 very, very meaningful to me. Um, I think it's a lot more stylish as a film as well. Um, you know, it has a lot more layers. I think you know to it. Uh, so just in the, the way that it was crafted, I think it had to be, you know, I approached it very differently, you know, and, and obviously the sort of whole sort of conceit of the film of, you know, giving the illusion that the interviewees are trapped inside the Bates Motel in the Bates yeah. house was, uh, it was a tricky thing to accomplish, <laughs> you know. So, um, some of those, um, you shot some reenactments for some well, uh, yeah, I mean, we shot not a not a full reenactment. It was more like I'm, I kind of see them really more as an you know an homage. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, there was the the scene as you know Robert Block envisioned it, mm -hmm. uh, which is it's so different from yeah. the way that obviously Hitchcock sh you know uh, ultimately shot it. That I thought it was an interesting experiment you know, to try that, mm -hmm. uh, and then the opening you know sequence. Uh, was obviously an homage to Marion drumming in the rain, but it was also the way for me to bring the audience into the Bates Motel the way that obviously you know Hitchcock does in uh, you know in, in Psycho. So it's you have, you have to lure them in there to hopefully keep them there for ninety minutes. Yeah. 
Well, I personally found the film quite interesting because I, I have a degree in film studies, so like I was actually yeah, yeah. taught to analyze films to the smallest detail. So sure, sure, sure. Uh, so I just am wondering if from your like it was your goal to like use the film to like introduce like the general public to film studies and analysis. And stuff like that. I I don't know that it's necessarily my my goal. I think you know uh, I think it's kind of a natural thing that's happening. Obviously, as a result of this film, mm-hmm. um, I, to me it's it's I think the motivation is just more simple. It's about conveying my passion for. <laughs> You know, for Hitchcock, for what he does, uh, for the, the incredible people who worked with him, and you know, to, to really bring attention and, and 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 give a cinematic treatment to a scene that um, is just beyond exceptional. You know, mm-hmm. but but in a fun way. You know, I, I think it's a very different experience to watch a movie about a shower scene than to read a bunch of essays about the shower mm-hmm. scene. You know, and I I try to not be scholarly, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that as a pejorative term you know it's it's i really want to be accessible i think i think the the joy of deconstructing films is something that should be accessible and you know to everybody and that should be fun for everybody and so hopefully this film kind of opens that up a little bit more you know well there's definitely a big like um contrast between some of the interviewees um like um some are like giving kind of like scholarly analysis yes. and then others are like being very geeky like that's right Elijah that's right. Wood in particular <laughs> yeah 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 totally yeah yeah and that's uh, that's exactly right and that's that's I mean that's exactly the feeling that I went after you know it's mm-hmm. like it's like of course there's some stuff that you have to look at very seriously uh, but but to me I wanted to make sure that there were those sort of light moments you know these moments of like just totally geeking out about the scene mm-hmm. uh, these conversations these moments of uh, you know, of laughter, of comedy. Um, that that's all. That's all. Yeah, that's all part of the design. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, during the um, Q and A the other night, you mentioned um, you were far from finished with the um, second shower <laughs> scene. So um, yeah, what yeah, do you yeah. what do you plan to do next? Well, I don't I don't know yet. I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, interviewing still a bunch <laughs> of people about it, and and you know uh, I don't know if that will lead to another feature down the road or a series of shorts or you know a book um, I, I don't know I'm, what I know is that it's I mean obviously I have other film projects that I'm working on but yeah. but I'm uh, I'm exploring that deeper as a side project right now and then we'll see where it goes you know I'm, I'm not going to put a t- sort of a time frame on it yeah. just going to go with it and see what happens yeah. mm-hmm. so um, like what, what's the general release plan for 7852 so I, I, I in Canada that, or I say that's coming out in Toronto yeah yeah, well, it's coming out in uh, in several theaters across Canada. Actually, okay. in uh, at, at that time, um, we have different distributors in different territories, mm-hmm. so we have different release plans. Um, but I think they're coordinating with you know. So IFC Midnight picked up the film for for the US. So I'm, obviously they're going to be releasing around the same time. Uh, yeah, so in Toronto we'll be at a Tiff Light Box Theater uh, in October. And um, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be in, you know, in Van- I know it's going to be in Vancouver, Montreal, mm-hmm. Calgary, you know, you name it. I mean, I, I that's uh, I think people who are interested in that can go to um, check out the Kino Smith uh, yeah. website. That's mm-hmm. our distributor. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, well, are you concerned that people are going to be confused by the um, 7852 title? Because yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, I get a lot of. I get a lot of hell uh, from uh, my distributors about that, but you know, um, I, I like it. I think it's a, I think it's a geeky title, and I think it reflects the, 
the geekiness of the film, you know, and 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 to me it also creates a mystery around it. It's like, what's that? You know, what are those numbers? What does that mean? You know? Well, I was like, I want to press notes. <laughs> yeah, right exactly. <laughs> it's, <laughs> seventy-eight yeah. camera setups, fifty-two shots. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, it's actually seventy-eight, uh, seventy-eight fi- uh, setups and fifty-two cuts. Cuts, 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 cuts. cuts. Yes, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so that, oh, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> very good, very good. So, thank you. And that was my interview with Alexander Philippe on 7852. As you um, probably heard in the interview, the uh, film opens today at the Tiff Bell Lightbox. And I do recommend uh, seeing the film, especially if you're a fan of Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. And I should also note that I now have a uh, Facebook page for this podcast, so um, you can go to uh, facebook.com slash skonmoviesinterviews to um, get a notification whenever a new interview posts. And uh, that's all for um, today. I will be back sometime, uh, hopefully before Halloween. I will try to get at least one more interview up. And I will see you next time.
Thank you.